Hello, geeks of the world, and welcome to another Geeks Crossing podcast. I'm Eric, your host, giving you all the best geek-related content you can ask for. But today, I'm joined by a very special guest, so please introduce yourself. What's up, everybody? I'm Ellis. Um, I've been friends with Eric for about four years. We've known each other from Mercy. So, yeah, thank you for having me. Pleasure for you to be here, Ellis. So, Ellis, tell our viewers a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so like I said before, Eric and I, we go back to Mercy College. We've been friends since freshman year. I was a journalism major there. I love sports. I love basketball, football, baseball. I'm a writer. I like to write about sports. So yeah, I'm looking to hopefully become a sports writer or a sports broadcaster in the future. I see we have a sports geek joining us. Yes. <laughs> but much to my pleasure and Ellis's dismay, we're not talking about sports. But instead, we're going to be talking about one of, if not the best sitcom on Nickelodeon, Drake and Josh. Yes, Drake and Josh, an absolute classic show. I absolutely love that show. I still watch it this day. Oh my god, Ellis, you have no idea. I love this show so much. Dude, it, there's nothing to not like about it. I mean, it's hilarious, obviously, the relationship between Drake and Josh. Then you have Megan. She's a character. It's just... There's really nothing not to like about that show. I guess we should briefly explain the plot. I mean, if you haven't seen Drake and Josh, then what's wrong with you? Yeah, you're, you're really missing out. And if you haven't watched it by now, I highly, highly recommend that you do. Basically, the show in a nutshell is you have two stepbrothers named Drake and Josh, hence the title. They get tangled up in all wacky situations while also trying to, you know, develop a relationship because you know they're stepbrothers obviously you have drake who's cool music loving all the women are attracted to him then you have josh the geek who i relate to wholeheartedly <laughs> and then let's not forget about megan now you have megan who she's the sister of drake the stepsister josh and she she's the younger one she's in to kind of just cause trouble between the two put the blame on them she acts sweet and innocent around their parents but when the parents aren't around, she's evil. And fun fact, this isn't the first time Drake and Josh act together because these two originally co-starred on The Amanda Show. Yes. Have you ever watched that show, Ellis? Yes, this is true. Also a fun fact, The Amanda Show, Drake and Josh, they have the same creator, Dan Schneider, who's a staple when it comes to releasing sitcoms on Nickelodeon. This includes, but not limited to, All That, Keenan and Kel, Zoe 101, Victorious. Bro, this guy made a lot of fucking shows. Oh yeah, Dan Schneider, he's, he's a legend when it comes to Nickelodeon and creating shows, absolutely. And he's still making shows to this day. Yes, he's made, I believe he's making, or he's made some of the newer shows that have been on more recently, like I believe Henry Danger, that's one of the shows that he's made. So yeah, he's, he's still around. I think the show, which I don't think is on any longer, the show Game Shakers. So yeah, he, he's still around for sure. Yeah, he's got quite the reputation when it comes to releasing Nickelodeon sitcoms, like we said. But I think it's safe to assume that Drake and Josh is his magnum opus, so to speak. Like, when people think of Dan Schneider, literally, Drake and Josh always comes to my mind. Oh, for sure. For me, that was, and I'm sure for you as well, Eric, that show was my childhood. That was the show that I was always running to the TV to watch when I, when I got home from school, for sure. Now, if I wasn't watching Ed and A on Cartoon Network or, what was it, Recess on Disney Channel... I would always be watching Drake and Josh on Nickelodeon, that and Spongebob, which you can't go wrong with. Yes. So we figured for this episode, we're going to go over each season of Drake and Josh, talk about our favorite episodes, what are our least favorite episodes. But let's be honest here. What isn't there to like about Drake and Josh? 
No, you're absolutely right, Eric. It really isn't a bad episode. I mean, yeah, everyone has their favorite episodes and then ones that they didn't like as much. But I don't think anyone can really say that there's an episode where it's like, oh, I, I hate this episode. There, there just isn't one to be found. I completely agree with you. And then give our overall opinion. Like, do we recommend it? Even though Ellis already spoke on behalf of both of us by saying, yes, we recommend it. But let's just dive in a little bit. Sure, let's go for it. Let's start with season one. Now, I don't know about you, but I consider season one to be a beta season at best. And by that, I mean, like, you've seen the quality of, like, how it was filmed. Absolutely. I don't know how to explain it, but it's like a precursor for what the show could be about. Like, you only had six episodes, but season two, which we'll get to later... I feel like it's when the show really started to kick off. I agree with that for sure, because I feel like season one, that's where they were just kind of like getting their feet wet. I'm sure it's only having six episodes might have had something to do with they didn't know if the show would be successful. So it's kind of just a nice way to get it going. And then, like you said, season two, that's when you really kind of go head on into the show and you really get an idea of what it's about. But that's not to say season one is bad. I mean, there's still a couple of good episodes. I mean, my personal favorite being Two Idiots and a Baby. <laughs> yes, that was a great episode. Drake and Josh have to babysit the kid of Walter's boss. Walter being Josh's father and Drake's stepfather. But when you know it, the baby proved to be too much trouble. Until when Drake plays a song, the baby falls asleep. But when he leaves to go on a gig with his fan, the baby goes missing. Yes, and then we all know, if you watch the episode, where does the baby end up? The baby ends up on the roof. On the roof <laughs> of the house. I mean, it's just, you cannot this stuff off it just seems like josh is the character and what can go wrong does go wrong it's like the worst possible scenario you can think of that's what ends up happening with josh he was all frantic and shit marco come on <laughs> mac say polo oh, what am i thinking babies don't swim <laughs> The football landed on the roof. I wonder if the baby's on the roof. <laughs> he tries to get on the ladder to find the baby, only to have the ladder fall down. Yep, and then he was dangling from the roof. I probably deserve this. This is all because I forget to feed my pet turtle Sheldon in kindergarten. <laughs> he went to heaven, and now my life is bad. Are you happy, Sheldon? We're even now. <laughs> Josh? Sheldon! <laughs> I'm thinking like, wow, he had a talking turtle. But this is Josh we're talking about. Who knows what voices he hears in his head. Exactly. But you know, that was kind of noble of Drake to like give up his gig so he could help out Josh. Yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, for Drake, obviously, like you said before, Eric, so you know he was thinking, oh, I don't have time to babysit. I'm in a band. I'm, I'm too busy playing a concert. But yes, that was very nice of him to uh, end up coming back and helping out Josh with the baby because it just kind of shows that even though they had their, their ups and their downs in terms of their relationship, they were always there for each other in the long run. Yeah, I'm trying to think of another one. Oh, the Grammy episode. Yes, that was another great episode. Josh's grandmother comes to babysit them for the weekend. Drake wants to go to this concert, but one of his band members prints out forgery tickets. You remember that one? Of course. Here's kind of a gag in the show. We mentioned that Drake has a band, but it's not the same band in every season, and sometimes not every episode. Like, literally almost every episode, Drake has a new band, and there's no consistency. Like, he never explains what happens to his old bandmates. Right. There always seems to be different people that comprise of his band. I mean, you're right. They never really elaborated on why there's different people. 
I guess it's because they're tertiary characters. So I guess people figure, well, it's not really that important who makes up his band. It's just important to show that he is in a band. But you are right about that. It seems to be different people in every episode that make up his band. But here's a theory. Well, not really theory, but a suggestion wrote on the Drake and Josh wiki page. Yes, the Drake and Josh wiki page. <laughs> it's heavily implied that those bandmates, like, you know, the ones from season one, they got arrested. Like, no one bailed them out. Really? Yeah. I mean, for as dark and gloomy as that sounds, it sounds very plausible when you think about it. It kind of is. I mean, people are going to have their different theories as to why there might have been different characters in the band. But that's definitely one that could make sense, especially if you think about bands, I guess, kind of, you think they don't really, or at least in Drake and Josh anyway, they didn't really care about school. It's all about playing music and things like that. So it is possible that the other members of his band, they could have gotten into some trouble. That plus Scotty must have gotten brain testing just like his brother, Trevor. Yes. Eric, it's funny that you mentioned Trevor because... Another episode from season one that I'm a big fan of was the Dune Buggy episode. So I guess we'll transition into that episode. So for those of you that don't know, Drake and Josh, well, Drake, his friend Trevor, he had a Dune Buggy. And so he brought it into Drake and Josh's garage. And Drake and Josh, it was all mangled and everything. And so Drake and Josh, they decided to fix it up. And then it was really Josh that did all the work. Which is no no surprise there if you watch the show. So they, they fixed it up and they wanted to drive it around. But their parents, they said, no, you absolutely cannot drive the dune buggy. But, you know, Drake is not going to listen to his parents. And so when they weren't home, he ended up driving it and he didn't get very far. He crashed. He wrecked the dune buggy and he got injured and was in the hospital. And then he cut, tried to cover up his injuries. But there was just so much pain that it became evident that he was in an accident. And so ultimately at the end, Josh had to be his caretaker. And even though Drake got pretty injured, he still ended up being all right because he had Josh to basically be his slave and do all do whatever he needed him to do. But yeah, the Dune Buggy episode, that's one of my favorite episodes as well from season one. Oh, you're going back to the Grammy episode. I just love how Drake was all very indifferent towards Grammy. Like he despised her because, you know, he's like you said, he's the punk teenager that always wants to get away with everything. But you got to admit, it was pretty cool that Grammy was able to beat him in basketball. That was very impressive because, you know, Drake, I'm sure he was going to that game thinking, there, there's no way I'm going to Josh's grandma. And then sure enough, she ended up beating him. And it was part of a bet, too, because Drake wasn't even supposed to go to that concert to begin with. And Grammy had to bail him out. So if he lost, he had to tell his parents the truth. But what do you know? Grammy gave him a solid and said, like, oh, I just beat Drake in basketball. Right. Yeah, she ended up doing him a real solid there. Um, she kind of... I think she kind of understood, really. Oh, like, he, he's just a teenager. Like, he just wants to have fun. That, that's all it is. So I'm not going to rat him out. Yeah. Oddly enough, that was the only time we see Grammy. In fact, season one was also the only time we see Trevor. Because ever since those two respected episodes, we never see those two make any further appearances. They just mentioned. Yeah, you're absolutely right. We didn't see them again. I think Trevor, he might have been mentioned a couple times after that. 
but his character never appeared in the show again. So is Grammy. Like, I remember right. that uh, the beginning of one of the episodes, you know, when Drake and Josh talked to the audience, Drake recapped the story about how he found a lady who he thought was Josh's grandmother. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing just by thinking about it. Josh runs over to rub the quote-unquote lady, but it turned out to be an old man, and he needs Josh in the balls, I think. <laughs> <laughs> or as Drake put it, so we need Josh in a place you do not want to be need. <laughs> Which heavily implies to be his ball sack. Oh, absolutely. I mean, what else could he have been referring to? His nipple? I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I don't think so. If that was the case, good on that old man for reaching that high. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess now would be a good time to transition to season two, where we feel like the show truly began. There were so many great episodes from season two. I don't know where to start. You want to do the honors, Ellis? Sure. I mean, there's so many great episodes from that season. And it's tough to kind of where to begin. But I, I guess if there's one episode that stands out to me from that season that I remember is the one with the Gary Coleman grills. Oh my god, I love that episode. That's such a great episode. So... Basically, Drake and Josh, they're trying to make some money. And so this guy approaches them and he says that they could be good salesmen if they end up selling these these Gary Coleman grills. And so they end up selling them. They sell a, a ton of them at the Premier Theater. If I remember correct, their parents, Walter, how, how many did he buy? He bought, he bought six. Yes, he, he bought six grills. So they became a big hit. But ultimately... The grills ended up being stolen, and so Drake and Josh, they were scammed. They were selling stolen grills, and they didn't know that, and so they were put in jail. And so basically, Megan, of all people, she has to come up with a plan to get them out and prove that they're innocent. And so she comes up with this scheme, so, and then she ends up getting the conman to the movie theater, proving to her that the grills were stolen, and the police are there. So they end up getting put in jail. But here's the problem. All the money that Drake and Josh made from the Gary Coleman grills, they spent them on all this stuff for their room. Like a they food... bought a foos table. They yeah, bought a, a soda, ma soda, soda machine, machine with a, a remote. This, this chair, the whole bunch of stuff. They, they spent all the money. When they get out of jail, Gary Coleman, he shows up. And then he says, where's my money? And then they say, oh, your money. Yes, my money. And so they trick him into thinking that it's in the cell. And so he goes in there and they lock him in the cell and they run back home. But then Gary Coleman, he, he gets to their house and he takes, He's ev he takes everything. Every, everything back except the chair. He said, because they sat in it. Yes. He said, did you sit in it? They said, yes. And he was like, you can keep it. <laughs> Not to mention, there's so many great quotes from the episode. Like, Drake trying to do basic math. All right, so if we sell each grill for $40 and we keep 20%, that means we make $800 a grill. <laughs> uh, count your zeros again. Oh, $8,000 $8, a grill. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I would do the exact same thing because to those of you who don't know, I suck at math. Oh, same here. Me, me too. So I can honestly see myself doing that. The part where Drake and Josh get arrested. Drake? Oh my goodness. Yes, Josh. I read a book about prison once. It ain't fun. <laughs> I want to know what book Josh was reading because what part of prison is fun in any book that you're reading? Ever hear of anyone saying that prison is fun? You can imagine all the humor and comedy exploding with Josh behind bars. <laughs> you can't do this to me. I'm on the honor roll. 
Josh, will you relax? I can't relax. I don't belong in prison. Prison's for scums and lowlifes. <laughs> Except for you guys. I'm yeah. sure you're all wonderful people. Now, I'm sure we'll get some time to know each other. Oh, let me out of here. I have a piano. <laughs> or how about when he was playing the harmonica in jail, and then the guy next to him, he takes it, and then he just bends it up. Sorry. It happens. Oh, when they're in the interrogation room, Josh is like sweating like an animal. Yeah. <laughs> Why is your partner over there sweaty? It's hereditary. I come from a family of moist men. <laughs> All right. So what was the name of this guy? Yes. Well, well, one of them was named Guy. And what was his buddy's name? Buddy. Buddy. <laughs> Did they have a third guy named Pal? Or dude was dude on it. Hey, I think you're mocking us. I just want to know one thing. Why combine a personal grill with an MP3 player? That is bizarre. I don't know. We didn't make him. Right, you stole them. Yes, Josh. No, I <laughs> How many sauces does this all tell us? Oh, leave me alone. I'm confused and sweaty. <laughs> funny, funny episode. And that's just Absolutely. the beginning. Because one episode that stuck, that stuck to my mind is the bed episode. Oh, that was another great episode. So basically in that episode, Drake and Josh get grounded, which has become a recurring gag in the show, let's be real. Yes. <laughs> because of their habits, Drake keeps on eating too much junk food while Josh plays too much video games. So the two of them make a bet to see who can outlive their habits. And the loser must die. They're hair pink. <laughs> that was a joke in the episode yep. we make. Where Megan essentially had a contract, and at the end of one of the pages, it said the loser must die. But when you turn the page, it says it's hair pink. God, there's so many great quotes from that episode. You couldn't put down your video game for five minutes just to walk that stupid umbrella. Hey, that umbrella isn't stupid. My uncle bought it for me from Cleveland. <laughs> Ooh, look, I'm Josh. Why would I need a girlfriend when I got me some video games? Oh, I'm Drake. Nutrition? Not for me. I'm just gonna eat this big old bag of cheese balls. Which you are allergic to. <laughs> Again, that's just another sign that anything Josh does, it goes wrong. And one of my favorite scenes is when Josh is trying to calmly assemble a puzzle. Stupid Sky, you wanna fit? Fine. Bling, it's for you. <laughs> he takes the house phone and starts smashing the fucking puzzle. <laughs> Yeah, who fits now? But what do you know it? Drake ends up getting a facial rash because his body was so content with all the junk food yep. that that caused a reaction to his body. He looked so bad. His skin was just so red. It, it was terrible. Even the science teacher was pissed off by that. <laughs> That's not to say anything bad happened to Josh because Grammy sent him a Game Sphere, which we all know is a parody of the GameCube. Obviously. That's Nintendo console, by the way. It's spherical. 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 <laughs> So now both of them were at impasse. Drake has to eat junk boost so and get rid of his rash, and Josh has to play the game sphere because it's spherical. So near the end of the episode, they try craving each other, so to speak. Like Josh turns their entire room into some Willy Wonka type shit room. Yep. He has like licorice like hanging from hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> He's got a well didn't he have like a pool filled with like chocolate? <laughs> chocolate milk. Yeah. Their pillows are made out of cotton candy. <laughs> but Drake was always one step ahead of him because he had the Game Sphere hooked up for himself. Mm -hmm. Welcome to Game Sphere. Hi. Prepare for the ultimate gaming experience. Now let's play some games. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I love how Drake didn't have any games in the system. Are there preloaded games in the game sphere? If so, sign me up. It'll save me a lot of money. <laughs> right? Mmm, chocolate milk. Big deal. <laughs> chocolate cup. <gasps> you got the wireless <laughs> pro controller. Oh, look at me. I'm walking and playing the game sphere. Mmm, <laughs> marshmallows. Ooh, level two. Love that licorice. <laughs> hey, look, I just warped. Man, look at those graphics. Everybody loves gummy bears. <laughs> Give me that. <laughs> they literally lost at the same time, and then they were fighting, and they end up falling into the fucking chocolate milk. I know. <laughs> so they ended up both losing the bets. Coincidentally, Andre and Walter also lost their bet because prior to that scene, they betted, well, Andre betted that Josh will win, and Walter yes. bet that, that Drake will win. So because they lost too, they also had dyed their hair pink. But then, of course, <laughs> at, at the end, it was so funny. Audrey, Walter, and Josh, they all had pink hair. And then Drake, he had pink hair as well. But again, even though Drake, he's not book smart, he's very savvy. And he ended up having a pink wig on. So he leaves the house to go to school. And right before he leaves, he takes off the wig. Morons. <laughs> oh, you know it's a great one? Josh signs up for the football team. Oh, that was great. Every time I think of that episode, the first person I think of is the janitor. Hey, who are you kids? I'm Drake, and you are Josh, and I am your C. <laughs> right, and you are. All right, so basically in that episode, Josh wants to be cool, so Drake suggests that he signs up for the football team. Now, Josh does end up making the team, but he's not a player. He's the equipment manager. The equipment manager. <laughs> but I'm on the team. No, you work, you work for the team, which is uncool. Oh, I gotta give a shout out to the coach. He's one of the best characters in that episode. Oh, he was hilarious. You could definitely tell he reflected so much on his life decisions that he ended up with a shitty job, which was <laughs> coaching a high school team. But in reality, he wanted to be a singer. I know. I'm sorry. Do you want to be a coach? No, seriously. Do you want to be the coach? Because I hate this job. <laughs> I always wanted to be a singer, but look at me. Do I look like a singer? No. No. I look like a man living a wasted life. <laughs> Josh makes brownies for the football team, but Megan sabotaged them, so all the players got sick, especially their star player. Yup. So Josh had to fill in his place. But when you know it, Josh has never played football before in his life. So how does he train? By playing some football game on, on the game sphere. <laughs> Which I'm not going to lie, if I was signing up for the football team, that's probably how I would train for football. <laughs> I'm trying to learn how to play football, but it's not working out for me. 400 to 7. At least you made one touchdown. No, Megan did. <laughs> I had to use the bathroom so I let her play for a bit. <laughs> We're playing Lincoln. Last week they tackled the guy so hard they had to go back to the fourth grade. So... I hated the fourth grade. <laughs> it was my awkward stage. And this is <clears throat> going to the janitor. The reason why we bring that up is because Drake's next harebrained scheme was to have the janitor, Zeke Braxton, fill in Josh's position so we can play the game for him. But when you know it, that plan didn't work because Zeke got knocked out. And fun fact, Zeke originally had like short-term memory loss. Yep. But after getting knocked in the head by playing football, he remembered everything. He got his including memory back. Including a promise that Drake I, and Josh yep. should know better than to keep. $10,000. So with no other recourse, Josh had to actually play the game. And even though we don't see it, it's heavily implied that Josh got his ass beat, but he ended up winning the game. Because yep. according to Drake, 
He got knocked 40 yards into the end zone, which I think sounds impossible. But what do I know? I don't follow football. No, Eric, you're right. That's that's not possible. It, it, it just isn't. <laughs> so Josh finally did something cool. Yeah, and then and he gets and he gets a happy ending, so to speak. Yeah, he does because you know at the end of the episode when Drake says that it like you are pretty cool, and then Josh he's the coolest. Let's see. Uh, I know this isn't exactly one of my favorites, but it still had some good moments where Josh just actually go to pool and Drake starts hustling people. Ah, uh, yes. At first, Josh thought it was, he was doing this for fun, like it was all good in sports. But no, Drake was just hustling people. Prime example is having Craig and Eric beat them on purpose. <laughs> oh my god, we won! I never won anything before in my life! <laughs> uh, Craig and Eric, I relate to those guys wholeheartedly. Except I'm not good at physics or science. <laughs> I mean, Craig and Eric, they're so hilarious. And I just love how every time, Drake always mixes them up. He calls Eric Craig, and then he calls Craig Eric. And so then he'll, he'll call Eric Craig, and then he'll say it, Eric will say to him, I'm Eric. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part in the hustling episode was when Walter buys Audrey a birthday gift. And what do you know, it was the exact same gift that Audrey bought for herself. Because, you know, treat yourself for your birthday. Walter didn't have time to buy another gift. I don't have time to buy your mom another gift. So here, I need you to buy her something nice. Like what? Something nice. Something that she always uses. Uh, Toothpaste. Buy her some toothpaste. (laughs) She's always using toothpaste. Here, dad, this is $200. Get her some mouthwash too. (laughs) I'm just a man. (laughs) You know, buy her some $200 worth of toothpaste. Like, buy her the most fanciest brand of toothpaste there is. <laughs> I mean, you could do that, and you'd still have so much money left over. I wonder if there's actually a brand of toothpaste that's worth $200. No chance. You never know with this world. <laughs> hey, that, that is true. Those are some of the episodes that come to mind. Uh, do you have any other Season 2 episodes you want to recap? Um, one episode that I also really liked was, was the Blues Brothers episode. Oh my god, I almost <laughs> that, forgot about that yeah, one. Yeah, alright, do you, you want to explain that one? Okay, so Josh gets the opportunity to be a junior weatherman on Walter's weather channel, but what do you know, it, Josh hates public speaking, and whenever he gets nervous, he twitches, which I relate to wholeheartedly. During the weather broadcast, Josh ends up twitching and he becomes a laughing stock. Meanwhile, Drake is trying to win the next talent show, but the band that he's playing against stole one of his songs, which just so happens to be the theme song to the show. So they have to think of another song to play in the short time that they have. And when you know it, they do a homage to the Blues Brothers, but Josh doesn't want to do it because he has to perform in front of people. Yeah, he was just way too embarrassed because he was he was on the local news in San Diego and he was just twitching and he was sweating up a storm. It was just terrible. But then obviously Drake he needed a new a new act. Drake ends up suggesting that Josh be in the talent show so that it'll help him overcome his twitching and everyone will forget about what happened on the news. But Josh he, he's reluctant to do it, but then in the end he ends up coming through and they put on just a great performance of Blues Brothers of, of Soul Man. They end up winning the talent show on a last second act that they came up with because their initial plan had gotten stolen. I felt so bad for Josh when he was twitching, but I can't help but laugh. It was so funny, and we should mention that. Why did he start twitching? Because Megan brought it up. She brought up that he had the twitch. Even though he hadn't twitched, I don't think, in a long time. But then she had said, she was like, the twitch? Remember the twitch? And then it, it just got in his head. She completely mind-fucked with him, and it, it just ruined him. Why'd you have to tell her about the twitch? 
Whoa, it's a little warm in here. Josh, since my anti spray has failed. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, my goodness. That just had to be so oh. embarrassing. Oh, my God. <laughs> season two. We were probably thinking, like, if season two is that great, what about the other seasons? Oh, it gets better, my friends. Yes, it does. One season three episode that I love is when Josh becomes Megan's student teacher. Oh, that was such a good episode. That that was great. So basically in that episode, Josh becomes a student teacher. And what do you know? It's he becomes a student teacher in Megan's class. But the problem is Josh was over challenging them because he was giving them yeah. fucking college level right. textbooks. <laughs> Like, Josh, I get it. You think kids need to be challenged, but where's your fucking common sense? Do you think people in the fifth grade are going to understand comic structure and nuclear diffusion or whatever? I don't know. That's absolutely ridiculous. And and it makes you wonder, what did Josh think about the work that he was getting in school? Because he's in high school, so you would have to think that he was not being academically challenged. If he was giving fifth graders college homework, bro, that was so funny. And then... Ultimately, the class ended up turning on him because, well, they turned on Megan, too, because they knew that that was her stepbrother. And so Megan, she was originally invited to her friend's party, but then she ended up being uninvited because everyone thought she wasn't cool because Josh was her brother and he was giving them all this tough homework. And so and not to mention Drake needed a drummer for his band. One of the kids in Megan's class, Neil, he actually turned out to be a pretty good drummer. And he was about to play in Drake's band for the premiere's anniversary party. But when you know it, Josh gives him a pop quiz on homework they didn't do. And he ends yep. up failing. So Josh gives him, like, this extremely difficult homework. So neither did Megan or her classmates did it. And what does Josh do in the next day? He dresses up as fucking Albert <laughs> Einstein and gives him a pop and quiz. The teacher, the teacher but to be fair... <laughs> but to be fair, it was hilarious that none of the kids knew who Albert Einstein was. <laughs> Good morning, students. I am a very famous person. A hobo. <laughs> no, hobos aren't famous. I am a famous scientist. Harry Potter. <laughs> no, Harry Potter is a wizard. Just think, I am a German scientist. A hobo. <laughs> Dude, I'm Albert Einstein. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you would think that these kids would know Einstein because they probably said it in a phrase or something like, Yo, Einstein. Right. Hell, Megan even said that. So you would think that they know who Albert Einstein is. But yeah, it was hilarious when the seizure was like, security, we got another, we got another hole in the cliff. Like, does she even know who Albert Einstein is? Uh, I, All right, but that's going off yeah. topic. But the point is, everybody hated Megan and Drake was pissed off. So what do they do? They team up and sabotage Josh's performance. Yep, they snuck into the school in the middle of the night. And then all the equipment and stuff that he was going to use for his evaluation, they completely sabotaged it. They switched the labels on, on the chemicals. They switched DVDs. Just everything that he was supposed to use, they, they completely sabotaged him. And when, you know, Josh was actually teaching him something reasonable that you learned in the fifth grade, the three states right. of matter. Now, he was about to show him a video presentation, but it was a video, <laughs> a video of two clowns in each other with chickens. Why are those clowns hurting each other with chickens? Yes, Josh. Why? <laughs> well, I guess if they hit each other hard enough, a liquid will come out. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just trying to think about how this could correlate to the three states of matter. <laughs> and now water is one of the many forms that takes the compound of a solid liquid or gas, breaks the faucet. This will be the liquid. <laughs> 
that the, t- the teacher got pissed off, so she had to go under the train just to unclog oh, it. Oh, she was so mad. And then the icing on the cake, like you said, Megan switched the bottle, so whatever chemicals Josh was mixing with, it exploded. Yeah. And mind you, that they weren't wearing any safety goggles. <laughs> no, they were not. I just love how Megan, she was just watching it happen. And then once the explosive hit, she was like, strike three and you're out of here. But it ultimately played off at the end. Josh got rid of the grades, which means Neil can play in Drake's band. Mm-hmm. The teacher that was watching Josh, they hated yeah. her more. So because she was so pissed off by Josh's performance that she quit teaching forever. <laughs> And the kids gave him a trophy with giraffe on it for their favorite teacher. They kind of hate him, but they only hate him as a teacher. Right. Let's put it that way. But as a guy, he's almost cool. Right. And and honestly, I think we can all relate to that. I, I think we've all had educators, whether it's elementary school, middle school, high school, or even college, where you might be thinking, oh, man, that, they're just a terrible teacher. But if you kind of have conversations outside of class, you might think, oh, you know what? They're, they're a pretty good person. It's just they, they can't teach. And I think we've all been there. I've been there. I won't name any names, but <laughs> I've been there. We don't snitch on anybody no, on this podcast. No, we'll, I'll, I'll keep the names to myself. Speaking of keeping things to yourself, this transitions to another great episode where Drake and Josh think that Walter is on an affair. <laughs> oh, that episode. Well, to be fair, Walter has been kind of sketchy during that episode. Because, yes. like, basically, Drake and Josh think that he's in an affair. Because, like, the way, oh, he comes home at night wearing a suit, and he gives a bullshit excuse saying, like, oh, I just went to go buy milk, and I drank it all the way home. Right. All the signs were there. You had every reason to believe that he was having an affair. Like you just said, the the sketchiness, him him coming home late with a suit, then saying he, he drank the milk on the way home. And then he was talking on the phone discreetly, trying to kind of hide hide something. So he was hugging another lady in the middle of the park. Right. Drake and Josh went and spied on him, and then they saw him hugging hugging a lady in the park. So to be fair, and the signs were there. And because of that, Josh's perfect attendance reward yeah. is now mucked. <laughs> you ain't got detention for skipping school, and you mucked up my perfect attendance award. Yeah, you, you mucker, <laughs> mucker. One who mucks. <laughs> they try making a waffle to. Oh they my make gosh. a waffle under the assumption that Audrey made it, but we know Drake puts cumin instead of cinnamon. And fun fact, Walter's yep. allergic to cumin. And then Josh, of course, his signature line, he said, "I said cinnamon, cinnamon." I wonder how that actually tastes. Cumin on a waffle. I mean, Drake likes it, but you never know, Drake. Oh yeah, Drake. He just picked it up and ate it like it was nothing. He was like, "Oh my, I like this." But in classic Drake and Josh humor, it was all a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. Walter wasn't on an affair. It turns out that that lady was interviewing him for a, a new weatherman job. Yup, and Drake and Josh meddling because they thought that he was having an affair. They end up costing him the job. And they have to dump Italian yep. food all over them. Walter, he makes them stand there. Because they went and they dumped food on her. And then he, they obviously found out it was a big misunderstanding. And so as Walter makes them stand there. And they grab the plates of food. And then they have to pour the spaghetti all over them. Any season three episodes that come to mind? Ooh, well, I think one of the episodes that comes to mind to me is, is the Peruvian Puff Pepper episode. That to me was another really good one. Because that was the episode where it seemed like Drake and Josh, like, they were coming together to make a salsa to win a contest. Because they, they wanted the grand prize. But then also, if, if I remember correctly, like, they, Megan was involved. Um, she wanted in, but... 
they ended up cutting her out, and so she sabotaged their salsa. And then instead of Drake and Josh getting the, the prize, Megan ended up with the prize. And then Drake and Josh ended up being punished. If I remember correctly, Eric, didn't Drake and Josh, they thought that um, Megan, or they knew that she had a panel in her room, the, the surveillance panel, and so they tried to get her in trouble, and then it ended up backfiring? Yeah, because she had a fake wall implanted right. in front of it. The feels, fam, like they were so close to sabotaging her, but no. She was always one step ahead I know. of I, and I remember, I remember when I watched the show as a kid and there were episodes like that where it seemed like there was a chance that Megan would get busted. I would just be sitting there watching. And then in the end, I, I'd be so disappointed when Meg didn't get caught. It, it's just like, oh, like Drake and Josh, they're so close. But then she ends up getting away with it. Because like you said, Eric, she was always one step ahead of them. Oh, my God. I just remembered another good one. Helen's laser oh my eye goodness, surgery. That one was hilarious. So Helen, Josh's boss, she gets laser eye surgery and Josh has to cater to her. But what do you know? It's Josh leaves her for a second and puts Drake in, in charge of her. And Drake yep. naturally fucks it up. So now Josh is going frantic trying to look for her because, you know, she's blind. So who knows what trouble she can get into. I mean, to be fair, shouldn't it be Drake's oh, fault? Of, of course it should be Drake's fault. But they always blame it on Josh. Because he's the one that was supposed to be watching her. Like, bro, Drake was literally the last person with her. Right, that that was on him. That that was his fault. But it still had some great moments. Like, they go inside Helen's apartment, and she has, like, a freaking hot tub and yeah, a she, disco system. Like, Helen, I mean, Helen's apartment, it, it's just gorgeous. I mean, the hot tub, the, the disco ball, the, the dance machine. How do you afford all that? Is that some of your business? How do you afford it? Yeah, that's what you, Drake. She was a former childhood actor. Yep, and then she has the line where she says, that is not my job. And then Josh, he says it, that is not my job. And then she says, yeah, do it right. Josh goes on a frantic trying to look for Helen, including in, diving into the hot tub. into her hot tub. He then has a fantasy of, well, actually, Gavin, the guy who works at, at the premiere with Josh, he had, he gives him the idea that Helen must have wandered into traffic and got killed. <laughs> Imagine if she had a funeral. And Josh starts imagining in his head, because Helen was abandoned by her time of need. <laughs> abandoned by that man, Josh Nichols. How could you, Josh? This is all your fault. Your fault, Josh. Bro, it's of Drake's it fault. Is. But we know it. Drake holds a party at yep. Helen's apartment, including this one girlfriend that he just met earlier right. in the episode. Which, fun fact, getting a new girlfriend for Drake is like a Tuesday for him. Jeez, why are you always so tense? Because you are in my life. <laughs> Helen gets her vision back, and instead of, you know, berating Drake for having people at her, at her house, she's under the assumption that he threw a party for her to celebrate yep. her new eye vision. Because I know, of course right? she does. Admittedly, Megan's cup of stuff idea, you know, that yep. she tried promoting at the premiere, I honestly would Yeah, that's that. actually a brilliant marketing <laughs> strategy, to be honest. But go figure. Josh doesn't know a good idea if it hits him in his this big is head. True. I mean, to be fair... I don't think Josh's head is that big, but everybody always points that out. So I guess it must be. <laughs> yeah, they always seem to like make jokes about his head in, in that in that series. One of the episodes I'm kind of iffy towards is the Theater Thug episode. Oh, yes. mm -hmm. They point out that the Theater Thug looks like Josh, but with a normal sized head. I'm looking at both of them. They look nothing no, they alike. Really didn't. They they could have, if they really tried, they could have found someone better that looked more like him to kind of portray Josh as a theater thug and then the misunderstanding. Yeah, you're, you're right, Eric. They really do not look alike at all. 
And not to mention, poor Josh. He got arrested at least five times in the episode. <laughs> Bro, the law enforcement in that show is beyond they're, they're idiotic. S- at the very end, the theater thug was right on the floor and Josh was there. I and know. still arrest Josh. And Millie, I love the scene where Josh dresses up as a hippie. He's like, nah, nah, my oh, name's Antoine. So like a <laughs> 1970s hippie. What it is. <laughs> oh my god. The season three was great. And then we get on to season four, which... I gotta say, it's kind of hard for me to explain, is it better than season three, or is it on the same level? Because I'm having trouble, you know, balancing it. It's, it's definitely close. I mean, there were a lot of really good episodes in season four. I, I don't know, if I had to lean towards picking which one was better, I would probably lean towards season three, but it, it, it's really close, and you can make a case for either of them. I'm, I'm trying to think of one that comes to my head. Oh, the episode that started off season oh. four. Yeah, Josh runs oh over goodness, Oprah. That was hilarious. It's a recurring gag in the show that Josh has a huge crush on Oprah Winfrey. So in that episode, it's Josh's birthday, but Drake forgets it. And to make up for it, he buys her tickets to see Oprah's latest show in San Diego. But while arguing over a fucking God. parking spot, Josh accidentally runs over Oprah Winfrey. And by Oprah Winfrey, I mean a, oh. a lookalike, not yeah. the actual Oprah Winfrey. I don't no. think they had the money in the budget. To <laughs> no, hire that, that was clearly not Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> So Josh tries to apologize to Oprah, but he ends up getting <laughs> him and Drake end up getting zapped by her bodyguards. Right, because they just they hilarious. kept trying to enter the room because the bodyguards they were standing there, but they weren't saying anything, and so they were just like, "Oh, okay, we'll just walk in," and they would get tased every single time. Even before that, the quotes, man, I love the quotes in this episode. This is my worst birthday ever because you ran over Oprah. No, because it's a little human. <laughs> yes, as I ran over Oprah. Excuse me, are you the young man oh. who ran over Oprah? No, that's my brother, Josh. <laughs> He's the one. And you see all these Oprah fangirls beating the shit out of him. And my personal favorite. Oh, flesh-eating virus. This oh, kid had a flesh-eating virus. That's him. That's the boy with the flesh-eating virus. The one with the big head? <laughs> yes. We got to tip that man a chemical by static. Chemical bath <laughs> And then Josh came back and oh my God. he was just, he, he could barely walk. And then Drake, he was like, Josh told him that he had a chemical bath. And then Drake was like, well, well what's the big deal? It stings <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> oh yeah, early in the episode, Drake yes. holds a birthday party, but it's not for Josh. No, it's for his girlfriend, who we only met, who we right. only knew for was, five days. I was days. just about to get to that, Eric. It's like, you forget your own brother's birthday. But then a girl that you barely known, you remember her birthday, and you throw this big surprise party for her at the premiere. It's like, how much of a bad brother could you be? And then, also, it was kind of interesting how, later on, when Josh ran over Oprah, and then she was being wheeled into the uh, into the ambulance, wasn't Drake, like, flirting with one of the nurses, or one of the EMTs? Yeah. That <laughs> exactly. goes to show how loyal he is. I did like the ending, though, how jo- sorry, how Drake is another party for Josh, but it gets better. Well, at least it's bad right. news, but it's good news to Josh, let's put it that way. Oprah Winfrey gives Josh a restraining order and even a signed signature of that said restraining order, but Josh used it as an autograph, so it's a win-loss, let's put it that right. way. Right, yes, it does have Oprah's signature on it, so technically it's an autograph, but it is a restraining order, so... That is the bad news. But don't worry, Drake gets him a motorbike, which yep. he bought with Walter's credit card. Good luck explaining that to Walter. Or for all we know, Walter <laughs> must be too oblivious to it. it. Speaking of oblivious, 
Like, freaking Walter. He's one of my favorite characters. And one of my favorite episodes, well, not really favorites, but one that I find humorous was when Eric Ooh, accidentally yeah, punches that Drake. Was, that was a real interesting episode because that's, like, the one episode where it's, like, you see a shift in, like, the balance of power. So it's, like, Drake, he, he's the cool one. He, he gets all, all the girls, and he's the musician. And then you have Josh, who he's... He's not so cool, but then you have Craig and Eric, the secondary characters, who they're clearly not cool. But then you had that power shift where Eric, he, he became cool because of the made-up story about how he had to beat up Drake. I guess that correlates to, like, the idea of rumors, because early in that episode where, you know, Drake and Josh do their annual speak to the audience, Drake was talking about how fun it is to spread rumors, but now right. he's getting a taste of his own medicine. I just mentioned Walter, but you're probably wondering, what the hell does Walter have to do with this episode? Well, there was a funny scene where Walter finds Drake's black eye. He's like, ooh, oh no, wait, Josh was having a party at the house. He's like, Dad, I told you and Mom to stay upstairs until the party's over. Sorry, I went to get some juice and a macaroon or something like that. And they notice Drake's black eye. He's like, ooh, did you get into a fight in school? Oh, this is just, eh, don't worry. I used to get beat up at school all the time. He used to call me Walter (laughs) Doof. Have you ever read Embarrassing Parent by M.Y. Dad? No, I don't think I <laughs> upstairs. And then Mindy, Josh's girlfriend slash rival. Well, they weren't dating at the time of this episode, but she brings in this new guy who Josh yep. thought was his new, her new boyfriend, but turns out to be her cousin. Josh, being like the oversensitive guy that he is, wouldn't let Mindy get a chance to explain herself. So Mindy just encouraged Josh to be more yeah, jealous. Yeah, Josh, he, he clearly let that, let that situation I, get, get to his head. I died at the C-word. I, what was his name like? Oh, the I'm cousin? trying to remember the guy's yeah, name. Yeah, I, I think it was Todd. I, I, yeah, it was... No, Ch- Chad. Oh, Ch- Chad, Chad. Yeah, right. Mindy was provoking Chad to, like, tell her great stories, especially one where he apparently had some one-on-one yeah. interaction with Oprah Winfrey. And by that, I mean... And by that, I mean... He appeared on the show, and he had dinner at her house. Not to sound too out of line, yeah. but you know what I mean. So, naturally, that story infuriated Josh. And he's like, uh, excuse me, do you guys have free refills on ginger ale? He's like, oh, you know what, Chad? Let me contact Jindrell headquarters so I can send a hold to and shove it down Chad's, Chad's throat. So that way there will be no ginger ale for anybody for the entire country. <laughs> like, he fucking lost it. I know, it. he just went out of his mind. Like, like I said, that situation, it, it clearly got to his head. He could not let it go. And he, like you said before, he, he didn't give Mindy a chance to explain herself. But don't worry, it does work out for Drake in the end because he finds out that Craig, who Eric completely dissed ever since he gained new popularity, he found out that, you know, Eric's still a pacifist. Like, he won't fight. Like, he won't make any insults. Yeah, he was basically, he was all, all talk. He, he was all, all bar, no bite. Like, he was just going to say stuff. <laughs> but if it really came time for, for him to get to an actual physical fight, it, he wasn't going to do it because that's just not who he was. It's funny that you mentioned Bark No Bite because apparently Drake mentioned that at some point before this episode, Eric's mom ate oh, dog yeah. food today. I said, like, <laughs> what? <laughs> one time. One time that happened. Right. I'm like, how? How does it even happen? What possessed you That's to one eat dog food? How, how is that happening at all? <laughs> Did you run out of food or something? Or were you like SpongeBob in that one episode? I don't know. I really don't well, know, that's man. Just, that's so embarrassing. Well, not as embarrassing as Josh missing his exam because Drake was only thinking about himself. Which transitions to another great episode. Josh is done. Oh yeah, that was that, that was a so, really they really had had like a, a falling out in that episode. 
in that episode, Drake and Josh have this huge, and I mean humongous chemistry test that's like, I want to say 40% of their grade or maybe even more, maybe 50. But the point is, it's a big ass test. And Josh has been studying a lot for it. They have this type of teacher that, hey, if you don't show up to class, you're not welcome. Josh, like I keep saying before, he studied like his life depends on it. And he ends up missing the test because Drake ends up leaving school before him. And he had to run all the way to school. And he missed like one minute before the test starts. Right. Because you know it's more important to Drake kissing of a girl. Of course. <laughs> boys, boys, love me and I'm sorry I'm late. Mr. Nichols, you know the rules, but you don't understand. You see, I understand that you are late, and if you're late for my class, you're not welcome on class. But what about my test? You'll take a makeup test next Saturday morning at 6 a.m., and you'll be knocked down one letter grade. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. You. What? Josh was about to Oh, yeah, he was, he was infuriated. <laughs> and you had all the classmates and the teacher try to hold them off. Mr. Nichols, you will leave this classroom now. Right now, <laughs> right just now. Now. <laughs> and she starts, yeah. she starts closing the blinds on his face. <sighs> but the reason why this episode took a, a darker tone is because Josh kicks Drake out of his life. And it turns out without Drake, yep. Josh's life is actually pretty good. Like he meets new friends. His grades don't get impacted at all. And his embarrassing skin rash <laughs> miraculously disappears. But Drake, without Josh, he's miserable. Like, one of his guitar strings fell off. His car broke down. He gets paired up with the worst science project partner you can think of. Oh, he was Clayton. so weird. He, 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 never, he never talked. He just made sound. And naturally, Drake didn't understand a word that he was saying. So he ends up mixing the raw chemicals and he goes spewing on him. That was pretty heartbreaking, though, when Drake lost it. Like, saying, like, Josh, I need you. Shows that hey, these two need each yeah, other. They balance right. each other and, out. And like you said, Eric, it did it did get kind of dark because that was the one episode where it was like, Oh, they are clearly in a fight. Like they're not talking to each other at all. They're they're not associating with each other at all. I mean, obviously you have the other episodes where they might get into an occasional argument, but it wasn't to the point like it was in this episode where Josh, he just completely cut Drake out of his life. Another great one is, it was the episode where they, they applied oh, for this TV show to get yeah. their, their room and extreme makeover. Yup, and then but they, they got had to work scammed. at a sushi factory. But first, they had to go to this unemployment office where we find out that this guy has yeah. a very depressing life. We just want jobs. Yeah, and I want a woman who doesn't change her <laughs> phone number after the first date. Uh, you said that already. <laughs> well, it happens every time. What is wrong with me? <laughs> They work at the Sushi Factory, which is supposed to be a parody. Well, not really a parody, but homage <laughs> to I Love Lucy with the Chocolate Factory yep. scene. How about in the beginning, or like in the middle of the episode, when they were trying to do, like you said earlier, they were trying to do something nice for their parents' anniversary. And so they end up trying to get their whole living room, like, redone. And then their parents come home, and they try to show them, and they, they open the door, and then they're like, Happy anniversary! And then they just see the living room is completely empty. Even before that, it's implied that that lady that Josh kissed when he found out they won the contest oh, yeah, yeah. was a she-male. <laughs> that was so funny. Drake, he, he kissed, he said, I won a contest! And then he starts making out with that girl, and then Josh does the same thing. And of course, knowing Josh's luck, you're right, Eric. That was not a woman, or we will say that that was not a woman at birth. She was definitely trans. And then the gum. But the only thing yeah, that grossed him out was I wasn't chewing gum. Like, really? That's the part that creeped you out? Not the fact <laughs> that she has a masculine voice? Oh, whatever. Josh always gets himself in situations like that. Oh, and speaking of situations, 
that episode where Drake's band, well, one of his bands, because as I keep saying, he gets another band every season. They were supposed to have a gig, but when you know it, Walter had a false weather report saying that it was going to be clear skies, but it was a fucking hurricane or some shit like that. Yeah, Not really a hurricane, maybe that's exaggerating, but it was a pretty bad storm. So everybody, like all the secondary characters, they were all right, stuck in the like, house. You had Gavin there, Craig and Eric, Helen. You had Drake's three girlfriends, his current girlfriend, and then his his two exes. Who actually one of them was named Lucy. If she was in another episode back in season three. Then you have this random ass girlfriend named Christine. Like, why couldn't you get another right. one of Drake's exes, like Tori or I don't know Michelle? Like, why do you have this random ass girl that Drake right? But we never dated? we never saw her. Oh, oh yeah, crazy oh, Steve trying so to watch funny. Dora the Explorer. He's sitting there, and then Craig and Eric they had to rotate, um, rolling the thing so that the TV would work, and crazy Steve sitting there. And he's like, come on, Dora, you're the explorer. One of Drake's bandmates. Oh, my goodness. Get a tattoo of his yeah. on his chest. And early in the episode, yeah. he was wearing a sister's shirt or some shit like that. Dude, you're wearing a woman's shirt. <laughs> uh, it's called a blouse. It's my sister's, okay? All my shirts were dirty. Uh, do you got any sunblock? What? We're playing outside at night. <laughs> you just don't want to show your sunblock, do you? And he starts spraying it on his face. Hey, Drake, I got the information for what's on his face. Just ignore him. Oh, my uncle's got a boat. Oh, you know what, Gary? Why don't you hop on your uncle's boat and go on way to Moron Island? No, I was saying... No, sorry, what were you up, saying, Ellis? ended up wearing one of Ma- Megan's shirts, I think. And then she came in, and then uh, she said, why, why is he wearing my shirt? Then at the end, she was like, just burn it. Can we address the fact that Walter oh, that almost so died bad. in that episode? He was out there in that treacherous storm. Because then he encountered he encountered those trucker guys or whatever. Two thugs who took his shirt? Bro, nobody helped him. Like, I get it. Fucked up on your weather report, but have some sympathy and compassion right, and for your Right, and here's my question. Like, was he using a tripod he, or some shit like that? If he wasn't, then where's the cameraman I, to help him? Yeah, like, that's the only sense I'm thinking. Like, you're telling me that his cameraman was completely right. casual about his co-worker getting jumped like that. But, you know, as expected, Drake's gig got canceled anyway. Power went out, and Helen managed to cheer everybody else by singing, We will, we will rock you. I think we're ignoring the best episode, The that Helicopter. Was, yeah, that episode was really interesting. Drake wins a contest to ride a helicopter yeah. and, a, and a skydiving course. But naturally, his parents didn't allow him. He, he does so what he Drake wants. being Drake, oh. and Josh follows him. And what do you know? They're on the helicopter. <laughs> the pilot gets knocked out. And Drake and Josh are stuck on the helicopter with no he got, skills. He to got knocked out by like a. I think he got knocked out by like a fire extinguisher. Yeah, Drake and Josh were fighting over a parachute. Then the guy who put on all autopilots tried to break it up, but he gets his head bashed in a fire extinguisher. And then when he wakes up, he's like, "What? What I hit my head on? <laughs> oh, this fire extinguisher! I think you hit your head on that." And then Josh sprays the guy, and he falls out of the helicopter. <laughs> Do you know what you just did? I extinguished our pilot. No, he has a parachute. <laughs> You've extinguished us. I just love when the chopper was, was running out of oh. fuel. And then Josh, he said, well, maybe E <laughs> means extra fuel. <laughs> I was going to put that as my senior quote well, for it's... high school. Tell me E means extra fuel. E means empty, Eric, Josh. We're out of fuel. Senior quotes because I use the Drake and Josh quote for my senior quote. I put the mailman from Drake and Josh. <laughs> Remember when the mailman came and then opened the door and then he said, have a good day. And then he said, don't tell me what to do. Oh, going back to the helicopter episode, they had to jump out of the helicopter with one parachute 
And according to Drake and Josh, they landed in the ocean, had swim for two miles, but got rescued <laughs> by a, a tuna submarine. There, there's so many reasons that's why but, it's so unrealistic. But here's something that's realistic. Something coming back to bite them in the ass. In this case, they left that helicopter to plunge into the ocean. And the guy who was in yep. charge of them comes to the house and gives them a bill to pay for a new helicopter. I know. Did they really I mean, think how, they were going to get away with that? How possibly be? It's funny that you mentioned, you know, Megan getting in trouble and the mailman, because that episode with the mailman quotes, it was actually from an episode where Megan sort of got oh, in trouble. Oh, was that, was that the episode when they had to rebuild the treehouse? After they set yeah. on fire with, with yeah. the rocket by accident? Yeah, that's the same one, because not only did Drake and Josh get in trouble, but Megan did, because, right. you know, she technically helped set, set it up. So that's the closest thing yeah, we get to was, Megan getting punished. Really it. In classic Megan fashion, she gets her revenge because oh, I mean, Drake, to be fair, this was really all all Drake's uh, fault. Like, I mean, Drake, he made it too easy for Megan to, to get her revenge. This was his fault. Because they set up all the walls and shit, but they didn't cut out the door. Well, Drake, <laughs> he draws the door with a magic marker. You no, know, that became a meme. He's like, Drake, where's the door? I drew it with a magic marker. You're supposed to cut out with the power saw. I'm going to do it. So go get the power saw. Wait, I will. <laughs> I think I see the problem. Oh, do ya? They use that scene for a bunch of memes, like, you know, Drake and Josh <laughs> trying to escape the Death Star. Drake and Josh trying to escape the Realm of Darkness. For those who play Kingdom Hearts, know what I'm talking about. Try to escape Minecraft. They try to escape Thanos snapped. I mean, again, that was God, all Drake's like, fault. And he, he just made it way too easy. It's like, you drop the door with the magic marker, but how do you not remember to cut through the door really you, the problem was he left the saw outside that that was the problem why didn't you bring it up with you because he's drake exactly so megan gets sweet revenge by having drake and josh suffer being trapped in the treehouse and they missed their date with hot twins yep just when you think something good finally happens drake of naturally course. fucks it up so so typical I feel like season four is most apparent with that trope. Like, you really see Drake's intelligence <laughs> level drop dramatically in that season. I know it's fucked up to well, say, yeah, but it's, it's true. Just like, you think through the first three seasons, it's like all the dumb things that he's said or done. It's like, oh no, he, he can't possibly get worse, can he? And then sure enough, he does. But yeah, overall, season four, I'm still conflicted because... I want to say it's better than season three, but there's just so much love about season three that it's impossible to top. It's no, really it, a close it is. Call. It, it's really difficult to say. And and again, you can make you can make an argument for either. Again, I I said I I lean towards season three, but it's so close. Yeah. So overall, do I recommend Drake and Josh? Oh fuck yeah, hundred and ten percent. No completely. fuck that. I, I think we made that pretty clear in the beginning of this podcast. I, I highly recommend. I mean, if you haven't watched it, I'm I'm sorry. You're you really missed out. But you you gotta go and find somewhere to watch it. And please, like, just oh, it, it just brings back my childhood. You know. Hey, if you have Hulu, I recommend watching on Hulu because all the episodes are on there. Well, only two episodes from season one, but as long as you see majority of the episodes, should be good. I don't know what else yes. to say. Like, it is an amazing show. Drake and Josh again, like a staple in, in my childhood absolutely love that show and um, i'm glad that i was able to talk about it with you just kind of like relive my childhood you know but yeah i'm definitely glad that i was able to do this with you so thank you for having me oh my pleasure you're welcome back on the podcast anytime and what about you people who are listening right now tell us in the discord server what do you love about Drake and josh what are your favorite episodes hell what are your favorite quotes just say any quote from any episode right, honestly, i promise you, you just, i will laugh my ass off 
out a quote with no context, and I'm sure both of us will remember which episode that was from and probably just start laughing our asses off. Thank you all for listening to another Geeks Crossing podcast. Continue to support us on all available platforms such as Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, which I just found out we're on right now. Good to know. And follow our Instagram page at Geeks Crossing. <laughs> and like the old saying, now hug right. me, brother. <laughs> just not during pandemic. That's not prohibited. <laughs> now virtual hug, brother. <laughs>